Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app with code ATOZ Sports. Gets you up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses with the BetMGM app. Uh, but we are uh, A to Z Sports, Nashville's on demand sports talk network. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's on demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show on our Twitter timeline, as always, segment by segment. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more continuous Tennessee Titans coverage. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out you. Like Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com is where to go or see them in Lebanon to make them a part of your new car buying process. Uh, Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. It's better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600. So, Zach, uh, February 1st, 2022, Tom Brady announced his retirement. It lasted 40 days. He came back and played for the Bucs this past season. And now February 1st, 2023, Tom Brady hits us with this video across his social media. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So... I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change thing love you all there's tom brady via his twitter account uh this morning around 7 20 central time i don't know what beach he's currently at whether it's south beach miami or uh out there in clearwater florida outside of tampa but uh he said he uses emotional uh note last year but he definitely got emotional in that video zach uh, what was your initial re reaction to seeing tom brady you've been a tb12 guy for a while following him throughout his New England time, especially as you're a fan of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and winning a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. So how are you feeling this morning seeing uh, the greatest of all time, without any doubt, to play quarterback in the NFL, hang it up for sure? Well, you know, you hear all the comments like, is this it? This is, is this it? I, I think watching that video, I think tells you everything. I would be shocked if he, if he came back, regardless of the next, seven months or however long until next season. I think that that was authentic. I think Tom Brady, um, he's self-aware. I think he understands what he did last year in coming back. I also think that he understands what sacrifice that he made to come back, whether it was his family or whether it was his body or, or whatever. And it didn't work out, right? They got bounced in the first round and they got beat up pretty bad by the Cowboys. They didn't have a team to go to the Super Bowl. But what he's done for football and what he's done for football fans being able to watch him, it's pretty incredible. But I do believe him when he says 
uh, and in an emotional state. You know, I feel like he's sitting there on the beach and, you know, kind of go everything's going through his brain of, you know, all of the, the years that he's played football. It is scary, right, for athletes. And look, you could probably resonate with that. And on a smaller scale, Austin, like your senior year high school football, when that was the last time you ever played football for oh, a lot yeah, of people, yeah, the, right? The last time you ever like do something you, know, you, you see going around on Twitter, like, uh, you know, guys, uh, people who grew up playing football before 2005, they didn't know what that shoulder pad clip is, right? Like there's, there's only, the last time that you clip the shoulder pad straps in the last time you snap uh, your chin strap up on your helmet, it just feels a little different. Right. And you know, our girl Liz uh, in the chat says, imagine walking by Tom Brady filming that video <laughs> on the beach. And Liz, like, I don't know if Tom Brady's out there on a public beach uh, filming that goodbye video, or if that's his, uh, his own private beach, but he did have some uh, high rise condos that looked like in the background, but yeah, just taking your morning stroll down the beach on February 1st with your coffee, trying to get away from the cold everywhere else. And there's Tom Brady just filming that video. Well, and you know, you have to look at what, and we all in the public eye, like that's what we, you know, we compare LeBron James to Michael Jordan saying, you know, Jordan didn't have to go through the scrutiny and the social media and all of the other things that LeBron has to go through or Tom Brady has to go through in today's age and has gone through, man, he has got gone through hell and back. Now, whether that was self-inflicted or not this past year to come back for a final season, we, you know, it's all public. His divorce is public. You know, physically, he he looks a lot worse than he drained, did last right? year, right? Doesn't he look drained? Yeah, worn, drained, uh, emotionally gone. And so, you know, a, a little bit of me as a human element is a little bit relieved for him, right? Is that you can now move on to whatever next stage in your life, whatever next phase. You know, us as humans, we go through phases. You go through, speaking of like high school phase, then you graduate. You go through college phase if you choose to do that. Then you graduate. Then you go through working phase. Then you graduate. You're constantly evolving as a person. And we've just seen this play out in the greatest quarterback career ever in the history of football. And it's pretty remarkable what he's been able to accomplish, but all good things must end. This is one of those. And it's, it, it is his time. And I think that for, you know, for once and for all, he is going to hang it up. Yeah. I think this is it. Well, and you know, you talk about like, what's the next step, right? Well, we, we kind of know what the next step is because according to the reports that came out last off season, this was, I'm reading this from May 11th, 2022 on Fox sports that Tom Brady will go to the Fox sports booth. And he agreed to a, uh, a reported uh, $375 million contract to be a NFL analyst for Fox. And that would be paid out over 10 years. So $37.5 million to go work for Fox and be around the game still. And reportedly that deal could be as much as $540 million uh, once you get beyond that first 10 years of the contract. So there's, look, Tom Brady's not going away. Tom Brady's going to be in our lives at least for the next 10 years uh, talking well, about the NFL, right? <clears throat> so, uh, contractually. so exact, contractually, he will be in our life for the next 10 years uh, through, uh, you know, 30, 32, three. Oh, God, Lee. Uh, so, Zach, the title of today's show, Two Ways Tom Brady's Retirement Will Impact the Titans' Offseason. 
you've got those. I'm curious to see where you want to take this uh, with what the impact of Tom Brady hanging up officially has on the Titans offseason and then obviously in the NFL overall. Well, you guys know that I'm all about learning lessons. You got to lessons learned, right? And as you grow, you start to learn a lesson. I think this is a valuable lesson for older quarterbacks in the NFL. You can have success going to another team, but you don't want to outstay your welcome. And I think he stayed one year too long, right? It's knowing when to hang it up. Because, and I watched this year, I watched every single stat, every single snap of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the last three years of Tom Brady. And there was a massive difference in quarterback play this past season than anything I've ever seen from Tom Brady. So I think the first thing that impacts is for future quarterbacks, if you're a franchise, you've got to take a long, hard look and say, what is your window? You don't want your window contractually, right? Because he was under contract. He had the choice. That's how these older deals usually happen. The players have the choice on what they do. The team don't have the choice. The team is just happy to have that great player. But the first thing that impacts is when you look at future quarterbacks, how long are you going to have those mm -hmm. older aged veterans? You don't want them one year too long or you wind up in a situation, to be honest, like the Bucs are getting into. Are they going to have to go? They could go get Jimmy Garoppolo or some of these others, which could impact the Titans to prevent yeah. them from getting quarterbacks. Right. Or they could ride and die with Kyle Trask, which I hope to the good Lord above is not <laughs> going to be the case. And they're going to reset to rebuild. Right. So yeah. that is, I think, the first impactful thing that you've got to look at. What he was a shell of himself as the greatest quarterback ever. Now, he was very, very high compared to some of the quarterback play that we've seen because he played the game so long. But, man, he just was not the same. It was one year too long. And, unfortunately, I think at what cost? If you play the video again, I think you'll hear him say something a little bit deeper on a deeper level that we all follow Tom Brady and what he's going sure. through. Play the video one more time and really listen to the end. I think this is on a deeper level that we can get to. Sure. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay and I used mine up last year so uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me my family my friends my teammates my competitors uh, I could go on forever there's too many um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream I wouldn't change a thing love you all I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. No regrets, right? Like, that's where we all want to live our lives, with no regrets. I do the same thing that I did. Zero regrets. That was tough to say there at the end because we mm -hmm. know what he had to sacrifice this season, right? We know that what he had to do. He sacrificed his family life. What do you do after you retire? 
You hang out with your family because you don't. You spend more time with your your employees, your coworkers. You know, you you talk to them more than you talk to your family. And then when you retire, when you work your ass off, that's when you can take a step back. Mm-hmm. That's when you don't have to sacrifice. But you have to sacrifice when you are working. You have to in every single solitary way. And Tom Brady sacrificed. And maybe he was a year too longer, too long. But at the end, I I kind of that that spoke to me when he said. I wouldn't change a thing. I don't know yeah. whether that's, I, you know, it's truthful or not truthful. He said it. He seems like he meant it. But I think that is the deeper part of that one last year. If you're an aging veteran quarterback, as a franchise, you got to look at that. And as a player, you got to look at how long are you actually playing. Yeah, and, and that, you know, I, I wouldn't change a thing. Absolutely did stand out to me the first time I watched that. So, you know, we're going through two ways. The Tom Brady's retirement will impact the Titans offseason. Zach, that was the first one, right? Uh, the second one, uh, you know, give us a little bit of taste of what that might be. Well, I think the second one goes right into our question is what okay. we said is, you know, what to do next, right? The, the, the tease really is, is who's the biggest loser with Tom Brady's retirement? Well, you look at what goes into the trickle-down effect of what has gone on. He's no longer going to be a buck. That stages a gap, right? You've got a gap there, and you've got a gap all across the league because you've got quarterback-hungry teams. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to talk about. Who are the quarterback-hungry teams? Are the Tennessee Titans a quarterback-hungry team? Are the Raiders? Are the are the 49ers? I mean, there's the list goes on and on. So that's what we're going to dive into next. Yep. So who is the biggest loser of the Tom Brady retirement news? Uh, I got my opinion locked and loaded. I feel good about this. Uh, going to get yours as well. But first, let me tell you guys about the Hughes and Coleman injury, uh, uh, injury lawyers. Hughes and Coleman is the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. And if you get injured in a car wreck, you have to know who the GOAT is for that. That is Hughes and Coleman because they've recovered over $1 billion. That's twice as much as Tom Brady is going to make on TV for Fox over the next 20 years. But Hughes and Coleman has recovered over $1 billion for its clients across the last 30 plus years in Tennessee and in Kentucky because they've got the resources and the muscle to go against the big insurance companies for you to get you what you deserve. So unfortunately, if you get injured in a car wreck, Hughes and Coleman is where to go. The official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans and of A to Z Sports. For a free case consultation, their phone number is 800-800-4600. That's 800-800-4600. Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers, principal office, Nashville, Tennessee. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app. At A to Z Sports is the promo code. You get... You get a risk-free bet, but here's the best part. You get a bonus bet up to $1,000. You get bonus bets right there logged in with username or with promo code, excuse me, A to Z Sports right there on the screen, A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S. They're the king of sports books. Download the app today. All right, so the news, Tom Brady officially retires. So we're asking, who is the biggest loser for around the NFL for – Tom Brady retiring officially uh, this morning, February 1st, 2023. He's hanging up. So who is the biggest loser uh, in this news? Zach, where do you want to start here? Well, let's start with the trickle-down effect. What has happened? No Tom Brady. 
the Bucks need a quarterback, correct? Yep. You look at all the, the quarterback-hungry teams. We thought Tom Brady was going to go possibly to San Francisco with the 49ers. Well, if the 49ers got Tom Brady, there was rumors that Trey Lance could come to Tennessee because mm-hmm. of the connection with Rand Carthon, the new general manager. We also know Derek Carr is on the open market because the Raiders have moved on from him. So the Raiders have a gap. There was also connection with Tom Brady going to the Raiders. Now the Raiders are hungry for a quarterback and their new future of the franchise. Then you also have Green Bay out there in the winds because Aaron <laughs> yeah. Rodgers is yeah. going back and forth with, with the, the, the brass of Green Bay saying that they're possibly ready to move on. Well, if they're ready to move on, this is like year four of ready to move on. Maybe that they're finally ready to move on. And the Tennessee Titans, as you sit here right now, and this is why it is the most impactful thing to them, they've got a team that doesn't work. It's not good enough to win a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. We know that. They lost seven straight games, whether it's with Tannehill or without Tannehill. They're in in a, a change mode. They need a change. So what are they going to do this offseason? Are they going to reset or are they going to rebuild? Are they going to go after Aaron Rodgers? Are they going to go after Trey Lance? Are they going to trade up to draft a quarterback? There's so many different things of what Tom Brady represents. So that's why I think the question is warranted. Who is the biggest loser with the Tom Brady retirement news? All right, I'm going to head to the chat. Uh, Karen starts us off, says the Bucs are the biggest loser. Um, Carl says the Bucks, the Titans, and the Niners. We're asking who is the biggest loser. We're not talking about that old TV reality show, but who is the biggest loser with Tom Brady? Bork Borkington <laughs> says the. Did you ever watch that show? By the way, I I did. I couldn't watch it for a long period of time. I did watch it because uh, I remember watching that when I did an internship in in college at a TV station. We were a an NBC station, and that show came on before the news. So we all watched it together in the sports. Well, that got canceled because, you know, everybody's so woke that that hurts so many people. But again, like, the ironic thing is that year, Anton Davis, who was a former Vol, won the biggest loser, and then he became the VFL coordinator after it. Weird. Well, you can't call big people losers, right? So Yeah, he was the biggest loser. He lost the the most amount of weight. All right, so Pistol says the Buccaneers. uh, Mr. Jones says no one, everybody wins. Honky Tonk says the NFL. Dom says Tampa. Gene says the Raiders. Uh, Brian says Tampa is the biggest loser. Juan says the NFL is the biggest loser. One less star to focus on. Darren goes super specific with Mike Evans. Poor Mike Evans, man. (laughs) Uh, Deshaun says nobody. Uh, Andre says Brady is the biggest loser because of the cost that he paid for the last year. I think that's a very interesting comment there. Davidson says potentially Tampa and Vegas. Brian says the Bucks. Jeff says the Bucks. Brent says Tampa. They don't have a good backup. Jason saying it's Tampa. Uh, so a lot of Tampa. Um, Zach, I don't know where you think, but who do you think is the biggest loser? Is it your Bucks? So I'm going a different direction. This is okay. why I, you know, pre-show your we were talking about changing the question. And and you know what? The the chat got what I think the question kind of was meant to be, but I'm going a different direction. Okay. The biggest loser is future football fans because they're not going to get to see the greatest quarterback ever to live. I'm going full scope. Mm. You know, when Brett Favre, there are kids out there that have never seen Brett Favre throw a damn football. That is magic. It is pure magic. We'll never see that again. Whether it's Peyton Manning at the line, audibling and completely dominating a defense from start to finish while throwing a dime down the seam to Dallas Clark. 
future football fans are the biggest loser to not being able to see Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback ever to play the game. You and I were at least old enough. I, I, I mean, I watched Michael Jordan on Tuesday nights on WGN. I know you watch Michael because you got a cardboard cutout somewhere in your right house. Right there. Right there. It's right so there. And then we I were fortunate right there, enough. Yeah. So I don't take that lightly. And that's yeah. why I tweeted that out this morning when it comes to Tom Brady is you, you take a step back and you realize everything like the impact. We all as football fans were fortunate enough to watch the greatest football player ever to play the game, whether he beat your favorite team or played for your favorite team. Two fan bases were lucky enough to watch Tom Brady go down the field and win Super Bowls. Bucks fans and Patriots fans. Patriots fans got a lot more time than Bucks fans. But that's how I'm answering this question. Whether you like it or not, I get why you wouldn't like it. But I'm saying future football fans are the losers because I don't think, you know, you talk about all the appearances and all of the wins and seven Super Bowls. Slim to none that a yeah. quarterback in today's age or net tomorrow's age is going to be able to achieve that. Well, I, I, you know, I remember <clears throat> Zach, the, the week after Pat Mahomes won his first Super Bowl a couple of years ago, it was the, Oh my gosh, here it goes. Like, can Mahomes get to seven? Or I guess it was six at that point before Brady won his seventh. Do you remember and how it, we labeled that show? <clears throat> uh, Vaguely, but not specifically. I, I obviously it's stuck in your mind. Uh, it was the biggest loss in NFL history. That's right. That's right. And it's the truth. Because what was it? It was that um it goes from two to six. Oh, you know, or you're talking seven about to you're, one. You're talking about where the 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 no, I was talking about the one before, right? I was talking about the year before when Mahomes won it. But you're right. When when yeah, you're right. The next year when Tom won. Yeah, instead of seven to one, instead of six to two, that was a big deal. You're absolutely it's, it's right. It's the on that. biggest loss in NFL history, or the biggest victory, however you want to, whatever. Yeah, like, glass half yeah, full, glass half empty. Yeah, whichever uh, side perspective you want to look at it. Yes, uh, separating uh, Mahomes and Brady in from six instead of four rings, and now Mahomes has a chance to 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 continue to chop away at that coming up here in a couple Sundays. But yeah, that there's a. But again, like your answer, Zach, like I get like future football fans will never get to really witness that in lifetime and feel the emotions of watching true Tom Brady greatness. But like, you know, he was, it was kind of depreciating. Like, like, it, like his body was getting, like, he wasn't as good as he's been, right? I mean, he won a Super Bowl two years ago. No, I know that. And he set, <laughs> and he's, and he set records this past season, which is just bonkers. Uh, he broke his own records this past season when it come to volume type stats. Well, because they the couldn't run the ball. Yeah, I know, but yeah, he threw the damn ball seven hundred and thirty three times in the regular season and completed four hundred and ninety passes. It, it's ridiculous the way uh, that the Bucks operated their offense. They completed over a hundred more passes than they ran the football in attempts. Uh, so it, you know that's wild, but the the, the reality is. That that was always going to be the case is that Tom Brady was going to retire at some point, and future football fans were not going to be able to live that. Just like uh, future basketball fans in a basketball NBA generation missed out on what Michael Jordan was and what the '90s NBA was, and we missed out, uh, and future football fans missed out on what Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning in the playoffs meant. We were always going to miss out on that. 
But Zach, my answer for this, I- I'm going to talk about specifically this offseason. Because I never believed the Titans were going to be a player for Tom Brady. But I do believe that Tom Brady's future played an impact in the overall quarterback carousel that could Kevin Bacon its way into having an impact in the Titans quarterback situation. And I think the biggest loser here is the Las Vegas Raiders because the Las Vegas Raiders made their decision about a month plus ago that Derek Carr is going to be gone. They benched Derek Carr. Now they're going to try to trade him. They're not going to be able to because of the contract. So they're going to have to cut Derek Carr. And with Josh McDaniels as the head coach, they thought maybe there's a chance that Tom Brady comes to the Las Vegas Raiders with Josh McDaniels and they can put it together and try to go get it for one more year. But now the Raiders are not going to have that opportunity. So now you have Josh McDaniels, who is in the midst of not being a good head coach for the second time in his career. You just traded a a, a lot for um, Devontae Adams as a number one wide receiver. Now you're going to move on from Derek Carr for who? Are you going to give up a lot of money and a lot of capital for Aaron Rodgers? Like what, if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, then what? You know, are you going to try to get Jimmy Garoppolo? Because now the Niners are going to go with Purdy and Lance. And is Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, when healthy, as good or less than good as Derek Carr? But Jimmy Garoppolo can't stay healthy like Derek Carr could outside of the one injury. So the Las Vegas Raiders have a highly paid wide receiver with a complete coin flip. I don't even know if it's a coin flip. It's a complete toss-up wild card at quarterback. And what for what? So really, the, the biggest loser is Devontae Adams. Is what yeah, you're well, saying. yeah. If you want to get real, but but then look at look at the Raiders' division. So now they've got Devontae Adams. They're paying like twenty eight million dollars to, and Josh McDaniels, who's proving to be a bad decision as a head coaching hire. And they've got Patrick Mahomes in another Super Bowl, the third and fourth years. You got Justin Herbert, who broke through and made it to the playoffs, and is a very talented quarterback. And then they got the Denver Broncos, who were a dumpster fire this past year, but just gave up a lot yesterday to go hire Sean Payton to try to fix it all. And so the Raiders are sitting here with Josh McDaniels and who at quarterback. And and I think the Raiders are by far the biggest loser in this Tom Brady news. Well, the Raiders also have the seventh overall pick in the draft. Yeah, so but, you, you, but. You, that that all of that said, I don't disagree with what you're saying. But what was left out is they have a top ten pick. Yes, and what or and look, the Bears have, and maybe the Bears I, are I'm a winner. In this. No, that's I, I think, power. That that is something. It's not nothing. And again, like going back to the Texans, the Texans beating the Colts in the last week of the season to give the Bears the first overall pick was such a big deal in what the offseason is going to be. Because now you've got teams who need quarterbacks. I, I'm Off the top of my head, you've got uh, number two with the, the Texans. You've got the Colts at four. I believe the Panthers are six. And now the Raiders are at seven. All four of those teams need a quarterback. And there are three quarterbacks that are probably going to be in that range, right? Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and Will Levis and Anthony Richardson is hovering right there in the shadows to see if somebody gets desperate enough to do that too. So now uh, are the Raiders going to feel the need to trade with the bears to go up to number one, uh, or the Texans going to need to trade the bears to go up to number one, because now Tom Brady's out and there's one less veteran option for some of those teams. 
it, it's going to be really interesting. But I think the Raiders now are going to have to give up a lot of capital if they want to go make sure they get one of those quarterbacks in the top of the first round because they got three teams ahead of them. Panthers are at nine, so maybe they're maybe I, I knew I missed. Uh, I wasn't sure exactly the order yet. It's February 1st. Give me, give me some time here. But, um, you know, I think the Raiders are still a big loser in this situation. And look, I think your points are heard. I just think that the Raiders are, you know, division wise, I think you could you'd be questioned because of the, the chargers and the chiefs. But the Raiders, they have pieces. They've got a solid running back and a dynamic wide receiver. They've got at least an offensive line. I mean, it's better than the Titans. And their defense, they've got a premier pass rusher, Max Crosby. And they've got some good defensive pieces in the secondary. So, like, the Raiders are not dead. I think that they're wanted. Plus, they're in Las Vegas. Las Vegas is a big market. It is a rising market. It is just going to continue to catch steam. At least that's what Mark Davis is betting on. That's why I moved the team, right? Yeah. So I, I here would be my question to you, Austin. Okay. What does Tom Brady's retirement do for the Titans' decision? Because the Titans still have to make their own decision. They could go yeah. and ride and die with Ryan Tannehill, right? They could just, hey, we're doing it again. Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry. We're going to go draft a left tackle and – that's what it, what the, the continue to uh, keep Bud Dupree, get Harold Landry back, have Kevin Byard, maybe reside David Long Jr. And that's the team. Same old, same old. Yeah. And just try to maintain for an, one last year of Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill's contract. They could do that. Yeah. Or they could completely shake things up. All right. So you asked me, what does this do for the Titans quarterback situation? Yes. All right. I'll answer that here in a second, but tell us all about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to shake things up in your own life and go get a brand new car, whether it is a brand new SUV or a a, a four-door sedan like the Sonata that I, that I absolutely love. They've got all of the bells and whistles that you need at a great price. Your perfect make and model is right down the corner. It is I-40, exit 236. We've been there time and time again. Payne Bone has, uh, has owned that that dealership for some time and he will hook you up with a great deal. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Also with your BetMGM app, if you are a current user, an existing user, great. Glad for jumping on that BetMGM train. They've got the NBA one game parlay insurance feature that you should opt into this February and beyond for the rest of the NBA season because it can get you insurance on one game parlays in the league. So how you do it, you opt into that feature and you place a uh, one game parlay in the NBA, uh, whatever night you want to do it. As long as it's four legs or more, you can get up to 25 bucks back in insurance bonus bets. If that NBA one game parlay loses by just one leg right there with the BetMGM app. So take advantage of that. That one's always a lot of fun. Hey, a team in Memphis, there's a lot of one game parlay opportunities to hit with them uh, with all the player props and how they've been rolling for a lot of the season with the BetMGM app. So Zach, how do I think this impacts uh, the Titans quarterback situation? You know, I don't want to dive completely into this uh, because we were going to have a lot of conversations about the quarterback position. But, you know, you and Sam had a big-time show a couple weeks ago about Tom Brady and his, his potential as he was being linked to the Titans. I, I don't think this really impacts 
the Titans as much as it does the Niners as much as it does the Raiders and obviously the Bucks where he was at currently and under contract. You know, it has a, like I said earlier, a Kevin Bacon type impact, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. But I think the Titans have to figure out first financially, what is the, who is Ryan Tannehill? What do they think Ryan Tannehill can be? Financially, is Ryan Tannehill the best option? Or how do you move on from Ryan Tannehill the right way? And there's a lot of different layers to that, but it all starts with Rand Carthon's evaluation of Ryan Tannehill, and he bought himself enough time uh, at his opening press conference by saying, hey, we need time to evaluate every position. And so that's where, you know, the Titans, I don't think we're ever going to be a player for Tom Brady. I think it's either Tannehill or um, a cheaper, lower-level bridge quarterback looking towards the future of a draft pick or a draft pick the following year. So I think this is, and it's kind of what we stated earlier, another player now comes into the market, right? So as you said, you're going to have to look at Ryan Tannehill and what his value is to your team and then say, is this the year to go out in the draft or on the open market to go find a replacement? Because I just don't see them being able to trade Ryan Tannehill. I don't know if they're going to get value from Ryan Tannehill. I don't know if a team is going to be as def- desperate enough. Now, maybe there is. Maybe the Bucks, or I think in the in the uh, the comments, somebody said the Falcons, the Commanders do it all the time, or at least have. Is maybe you you somebody else sees value in Ryan Tannehill? But these are, I mean, Rand Carthon when hired, he didn't get an easy job. He didn't inherit, like he inherited $23 million over the cap. He inherited Derrick Henry on the last year of his deal, Ryan Tannehill on the last year of his deal, and some bad contracts as we talked about yesterday, and really a big puzzle of how do you improve this offense? I don't think Tom Brady helps that when he retired, right? Because we have another desperate team. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I do see uh, Jake says, just released Tannehill. Who cares? Titans got a fourth rounder on him anyway. And they they just, yeah, and, and there wasn't a lot of capital given up for Tannehill. Has, but the, I, don't you think that Ryan Tannehill has improved his stock over the last three three years uh, as a Tennessee Titans? Yeah, I mean, just, it, there's a lot of question marks. And, you know, when I was going through the draft and the teams that are ahead of, uh, the Raiders in the draft uh, order. I was thinking of the Seahawks, not the not the Panthers, but the Seahawks are sitting there with their is Geno Smith. Like, what is Geno Smith? Like, the Seahawks are kind of in a situation like the Titans were when Tannehill took them to the AFC title game. Now, Geno Smith did not win a playoff game, but Geno showed you a little bit where you're like, ah, do we do we do this or do we, you know, think Geno's just Geno Smith? He had a great year, but he's not the future. So there's a lot of weird things that are going to happen with Geno Smith, 19 Ryan Tannehill. Hey, I don't Tannehill was better than Geno that year. The Titans were better than the Seahawks that year. The Titans won two playoff games. Tannehill had an impact in those playoff games Fair. early in the game, throwing touchdowns early into uh, in in New England and early in Baltimore to help get a lead to run Derrick Henry to victory. Geno Smith was not able to do that. They got blown out by the Niners. So a couple other questions that John says, uh, so is Dobbs out of the conversation completely? And and then a different John uh, asked about Josh Dobbs sticking around. And I said this, um, you know, pretty quickly after Dobbs made his 
first start uh, against the Cowboys. And I think Josh Dobbs needs to be a part of the offseason plan. Uh, you know, I don't think Josh Dobbs need to have needs to have a uh, inked in pen role with this team, but he needs to have a, a pencil, his name in pencil on the roster going into the offseason to see if he can fight for a backup job. But he's not a starting quarterback in the league at all. So that's kind of how I feel about the overall uh, quarterback situation. But yeah, Tom Brady's one less player in this overall, and, and that will affect the Titans um, with a lot of, you know, situations around the league. And yeah, because the Bucks and the Raiders don't have quarterbacks, right? Yeah. The Titans do. Whether they're good enough, that's in yes. the eye of the beholder, Absolutely. but they at least do. Absolutely. A to Z Sports here live on this Wednesday with Tom Brady retiring. That uh, kind of pushed our big turf topic down a little bit in this show, but we're going to get to it now. The Titans announced yesterday officially that Nissan Stadium will switch to turf uh, for a, their, its playing surface in 2023 season. So Nissan Stadium ditching the natural grass and switching to turf starting this upcoming season. And so we're going to ask you guys this question. You thumbs up or thumbs down on the Titans switching to turf? Thumbs up or thumbs down on this. And ironically, I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute because the Bone and Joint Institute, they deal with injuries all over life, whether it's sports, youth sports, college sports, high school sports, or just life injuries in general. And there's a bunch of ice out there on the roads and on the sidewalks and streets. And uh, ice slips uh, send a lot of people uh, into some pain. So make sure that you're careful. But if you do get hurt in life with whatever it throws at you, make sure you trust the Bone and Joint Institute to get you healthy. Boneandjointtn.org is their website. We've done a lot of doc talk conversations with their specialists over the last couple of years uh, uh, with injury situations, right? Does turf play a factor in injuries or does uh, – does natural grass play a factor with injuries as well? So uh, boneandjointtn.org is where to go. It is eSports. We're powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports. They've got you covered up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet misses for new users. So use that. You can do it on the big game coming up. Who knows? You can win some cashola. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports right there on the screen for new users. Download the app today. All right. So we're asking the question are you thumbs up or thumbs down on the Titans officially switching uh, to turf at Nissan Stadium going into the 2023 season? Uh, do credit Paul Kaharski. He was the first. Uh, to report this news yesterday morning uh, before the Titans officially released it themselves. Uh, so the Nissan Stadium will go to artificial turf uh, with a new technology that they've tested in the bubble uh, this past season. But thumbs up or thumbs down on this, Zach? There's a lot of comments. I'll let you hit them. Um, all right, let's see. I'll scroll back up. We've got we got some actually surprises. Uh, thumbs up from Jonathan Hernandez. Pistol says double thumbs up. About time. Jabu's thumbs down. Dodson's thumbs down. Thumbs up from Jake. Carlos thumbs up. Max's thumbs up. Triple thumbs down from Stephen King. Just change the sod. Don't go to injury prone turf. We'll talk about and that then, here in a yeah. second of what Vrabel said. Bork says thumbs up. Uh, Jay says thumbs up. Thumbs down from Jonathan Say, uh, let's see, Titan Up says thumbs up. So does John. So does Jason. Thumbs down from Nathan. Legs down, no thumbs. ACL season from Amber. Steven says thumbs up. 
thumbs down from Billy, down from Corey, up from Hunter, down from Samuel. Austin, where do you you reside on this? You know, uh, you know me, right? Uh, I I went to Dr. Scott Arthur in the Bone and Joint Institute back several years ago when I tore my ACL on turf uh, at the University of Tennessee. But that was the intramural fields where they didn't exactly have the highest quality turf, right? So I don't like turf. Turf makes me uncomfortable uh, with what happened there. But I also understand how much turf has changed over the last decade and really recently in the last few years. And I, I think this is a thumbs up for me. It makes sense based off of what we know about the city of Nashville's climate, the season changes. And honestly, Zach, like the, the Vols played in the Music City Bowl two Decembers ago. And I was on the field for that Tennessee Purdue game for the final five minutes and overtime of that nutso berserk uh, game. And I remember standing on the field in my shoes, not having any footing. It was at night. It was in late December. And that field was as slick as ice. And guys were falling all over the field there. And on Sunday and for Titans games, we've seen them fall all over the field and slip all over the place. And I think, you know, for the commenter who says, just resod it, just resod it. That resodding it is part of the problem. Like you have to resod it because of what people have talked about with Bermuda grass not being able to grow or, or staying strong throughout the season and weather changes in Nashville. And that every time you resod it, it's not going to have the roots and the strength to stay. And more slipping is going to happen. And the Titans have done studies on this over the last couple of years, showing that uh, that uh, and again, I'm reading from PaulKarski.com, who reported this yesterday morning. The move is spurred by NFL studies showing the team's natural surface may have contributed to more lower body injuries from 2018 to 2021 than the six NFL venues who use that sort of uh, monofilament fields the team is turning to. So their studies over four seasons, 18, 19, 20, and 21, that's four full seasons, that Nissan Stadium's natural grass created more lower body injuries than the six monofilament type fields that are currently being used. And so they're going to use the latest version of that monofilament turf. And I don't know what that is. I'm not going to pretend to know, but I, I feel like that this makes sense to me. So I'm thumbs up on it as well for a little bit different reasons, but kind of the same. I mean, you remember the Rams opened uh, SoFi Stadium, the fast turf. That's what now Odell Beckham Jr. tore his ACL, but people are going to tear their ACLs playing football, right? So like, some of that is as happenstance and just a part of the game. But they they sold fast turf. LA was going to be the fastest turf, right, with technology. I do think that the Titans have to lean in to some research because of how injured that they have been. And if you look at the statistics and the analytics, and if it tells you that you need to change, you probably need to change. And so here's here is my, I think, reason for it. And this is why I think that they did it. They're going to move to turf anyway. Mm -hmm. 2026 they're building a new stadium now you get a couple of years to get your players acclimated to playing on turf consistently they you know the the indianapolis colts are used to playing on turf they play on turf a lot more than the tennessee titans do right and so i think that was also a strategy that wasn't really spoken about yesterday in some of the articles that i was reading about it is this is an acclimation over the next couple of years of your players 
getting used to playing on turf more often because you're going to play on turf when you open your brand new stadium in 2026. So that's why I think it can be justified. All you're looking for in any decision that is made is a justification and a reasoning behind it. This is one of those. Yeah, I'm with you. And, and like, I don't know, you know, there's a financial cost aspect to this because I don't know how much it costs to resod Nissan Stadium four or five times over 12 months. Right. That's all and, money's going to always be a right, part of it. Right. And, I, and you know, a lot of somebody commented a lot of high schools are switching to turf because now it's easier on the county to or the city or however that school is set up to maintain it. You don't have to paint it every time, you don't have to water it and have the football coach go out there and mow the grass. You know, you know, all these different things, right? And maybe cost goes down. I also don't know this, that is this turf able to be picked up, held and stored and then put in the new stadium when it happens. But part of me also says, well, the, you know, the monofilament turf in 2026 is going to be way better than the monofilament turf in 2023. And so, you know. Well, yeah, you, it, that's a good point, right? Yeah. Is Because is, 2026 turf is not going to get rained on. we're going to find out if this new turf is going to get rained on or if the grounds crew is the cost of having to roll up the turf. I would assume, and this is an assumption, I don't know. I would assume they're going to leave it out there. I mean, that's what they do in the Meadowlands. No, 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 they're going to leave it out there. I was talking more about like when they switch from Nissan stadium to the new stadium, like, is there, are they going to pick it up and, and put it in the new stadium, or are they going to go flip it and get brand uh, new? I'll probably buy new. Yeah, I mean, right, because they, they the, got the, the money. three years is a big difference in technology. I mean, three years is massive when it comes to technology, uh, like with stuff like this. And so, yeah, it, you know, I think it's a thumbs up thing. You know, we've been yelling and screaming and asking questions and demanding answers and pounding the table why the Titans get hurt so damn much. Well, if Nissan Stadium be in natural Bermuda grass, because of Nashville's climate and how the climate's changing and the moisture and the, the, we know how Nashville weather is. Yeah. It, if that makes it easier and less lower body injuries can happen because of better surface then good. I, I bet you, I mean, it, this is a multi-million dollar decision Absolutely. because each year, look at all the, the money that you have to pay. You've got to pay groundskeepers right to actually maintain it so people there's a cost to that you actually have to pay for the tools and utensils to to mow the damn grass to paint the damn grass to keep the damn grass growing and then you've got to redo the damn grass every year because the weather forces you every every week you know you we've been it's been a while since we've been in a press box right for a titans game but we've been there in our careers where you're you're working up in the press box on content and you look down and it's two hours after the game and there's a bunch of guys out there with a bucket of sand and a little shovel that are just filling divots, right? And they're just out there filling and patching holes and they're I walking those up. guys. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> so they're out there doing that after everything that happens on that field. And there's been a, and why has this happened more in the last couple of years? Let's think about it. When did Nashville SC become a thing? When did Nashville SC start playing games? as a, you know, whatever previous league before their MLS. They were in Nissan Stadium playing 20 uh, games a year. TSU plays a bunch of games. The Titans play a bunch of games. There's a bowl game. There's a there's a time in, in New Year's where there's like three football games in 10 days every year on that grass surface. There's CMA Fest. There's other stadium concerts. There's stuff happening all the time on that. And it, it takes its toll. 
You walk out in your backyard, you get your backyard, your front yard all looking lush and green, and people start walking all over. You're like, hey, get off my grass. Well, what do you think the Nissan Stadium turf's been doing with all these people watching CMA Fest four nights in a row? You know, just think it takes a toll. And so with the turf, it'll it'll hang. Here's what I want from the new turf, and I'm not going to get it, but I want colored end zones. <laughs> That's all I request. You want to bring the red back from back in the day? You can do that. I actually prefer baby blue. Do light blue end zones. That would look sick. That would look awesome. That would be the only light blue end zone I think that you could think of. I don't think that they'll do that. But that's what my one request is. Just have colored end zones for this new turf. If you want to do navy blue, do navy blue. But don't just have titans. Have Titans with a really, you know, pop background. That's what I'm asking. Baby blue end zones would be sick. Yeah, it would be cool. And uh, real quick, um, Jonathan says, uh, when are you going to start selling merch? How do you do social media without merch? Oh, well, we, yeah, we do. Uh, Shop.azsportsnational.com, uh, Jonathan. And, and just because you asked, I'll tell you AZ30 uh, for 30% off your order there. So shop.azsportsnashville.com for that. And then Jason says Nashville SC is the best thing that happened to Nashville sports. I think Nashville SC is great. I was just bringing up the point that them playing in Nissan Stadium for three years uh, did a toll on the field. And it kind of overlapped with the time frame that we're talking about with Titans injuries. So, uh, you know, a lot goes into it uh, overall. But the Titans are switching um, over to uh, artificial turf in, for next season. So we'll see um, how this continues to evolve when it comes to injury situations. All right, Zach, you got anything else to add on, on the turf topic? I'm turf toast. All right, well, let's throw some shade here on this uh, Wednesday show. We always throw shade on Wednesdays, uh, but first tell everybody about the great sponsor we have at Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I went to Farm Bureau Health Plans a year ago. I carried it over into 2023, and man, am I glad that I did. 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. So if you currently live in the state of Tennessee, you need to listen up to Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. They can help you in so many different ways. Plan on them for health, dental and vision they can hook you up with better coverage better rates better service i've gotten all three of those i save 20 percent on my bill every single month and you can have it if you're a single individual if you're married if you're married with kids they have your perfect plan you've just got to look for it that's fbhp.com slash a to z also, with the BetMGM app, you've got this deal with NBA One Game Parlay Insurance. What that means is you get up to 25 bucks back in bonus bets if your NBA Parlay One Game Parlay of four legs or more falls just one leg short. That's with the BetMGM NBA One Game Parlay Insurance feature. All you got to do, open up and sign into your BetMGM app. Opt into that feature for the NBA One Game Parlay Insurance, and you got that deal right there. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. Uh, all promotions, soda qualification, eligible requirements, rewards issued at non-withdrawable for bets and credit. For bets expiring in seven days. For following game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Time to throw some shade. All right, Zach, throwing shade here on this Wednesday like we always do. I see some shade in the chat right here. John, uh, I'll start off with John. He says, uh, shade on NFL officiating for doing an absolutely embarrassing job in both the championship games. Roger better fix it in the offseason. 
it was a really rough season for the NFL refs, just in general, from start to finish. Well, and we hope the Super Bowl can be cleaner than what we've seen overall. I'll, I'll actually, I'll disagree with you a little bit. I think that it was improved based on pace of play and them getting it in their ear that they don't need to call that incomplete. They need to call it a fumble or they need to call a fumble not incomplete or whatever. They did a better job there, but you get criticized on the biggest stages. And that's where John is correct is this past weekend. That's why they changed the rule when the Rams and the Saints played because of how atrocious that was at that point in time. But I do think that they took some positive steps this yeah. year. So I don't want to just completely go all negative there. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jones says shade on the NFL for never fixing the ref problem, giving Casey the extra third downs, et cetera. They keep getting worse. It kind of goes bad. on the same, same thing there. Uh, Danny says uh, throwing shade on himself for feeling old. His second born son turned 18 yesterday and he's on his old man fields. Danny. Yeah. Right there for you. Uh, <clears throat> Dom says shade on Brady as well. Quitter. No, he's joking there. Um, on that. And then Nate says shade on Zach. Where's the hot chip magic bucket. Do you have an update on the, yeah, uh, the it one should, chip it challenge? should be, I, I ordered it on Amazon. So it, it is yeah. on its way. I don't know when it will arrive. All right. It, it's on its way. Absolutely. Right there. Um, so uh, more shade. Let's see. John says throwing shade at the Titans organization for uh, wanting to work on the stadium that they will leave in a few years. That's money needed for the players. Look, John, like they have to continue to upgrade the facility. They've got, three more football seasons to play in Nissan stadium. You have to continue to work on that. So that's a, a weird shade there. So um, Zach, my shade is Titans related. Do you want me to go shade first or do you want to go shade first? You no, can no. go. Okay. So my shade is on Titans, Twitter and other Titans, social media people that take a Todd Downing mugshot and throw it all over, all over platforms and talk about how Todd Downing was arrested again for DUI. So what happened yesterday is I got a call from Buck at the Senior Bowl. Buck said, hey, did you get that Todd Downing screenshot? I said, yeah, I just saw it now. So I call Sam. And what do we do? We go find out the answer instead of jumping to conclusions. And Sam gets a confirmation from the Williamson County Sheriff's Department that Todd Downing was serving his what he has to do of 48 hours in, of time for his DUI arrest that happened on November 18th. And so for everybody who was out there trying to spread a rumor, you guys have to be better than that. That is ridiculous. It's not okay to do that to somebody. Todd Downing got a DUI. And now we know with the time served that he's currently doing right now, and where he gets out tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., that he was charged and found guilty of said DUI for his time served that he's currently doing, Right. But here's the thing. Don't run and create rumors that somebody got arrested again. And then when we post the confirmation that he is just serving the time for the original DUI and then it is not a second arrest, don't come at A to Z Sports for saying, hey, don't kick a guy when he's down. Why are you guys reporting this? And so we reported it to squash a rumor. We reported it to shut down any speculation. When things happen, we have to go find what the truth is. And so bravo to Sam for jumping up and going finding what the truth was. And we were the first to report it. And so you can call us A to TMZ all you want, but we did what was right 
from a reporting standpoint yesterday and reporting that Todd Downing did not get arrested again. He is serving time for his original DUI when that was running all over social media. Whether you saw the rumors or not, that was what we needed to do as a media company and report what the truth is. That is my shade. I think that's fair shade. I mean, it's a little taste of what the internet does in cancel culture and jumping to conclusions and mob mentality of just going on and piling on. Cause everybody, once they see it, then the comments start rolling. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy, I mean, they, there was some terrible comments about Todd Downing. He's no longer a part of the Titans organization and you're sitting there destroying him. So on something that was not true. So I, I agree and second that shade of what you do, uh, of what you just said. Here's my ch- shade. My shade is O-O-O. That's my shade. O-O-O. You talking zeros? You talking about the letter O? The letter O. Okay. Not an O face. O-O-O. Out of office. Out of the office. Ah. Here, and I'm just going to say it. I know that not everybody, you know, is has the same setup. But I have never in my life, I'm 35 years old. I have never in my life put together or formed an out-of-office email. And I run into those so more, so much more than I ever have before. And I don't get it. I don't get it. You can answer an email. You can. You can figure it out. I, I don't understand it. I have out of office emails. I have gone through my entire life, whether I was working for a corporate organization or whether I was working for myself, I've never put an out of office email. So I don't understand it. You, you should get up and you should work and figure it out. If you don't, if you respond back, I just don't understand it. But I've seen more of out of office emails than I ever have here in the last six months, maybe than I have in the last six years. Uh, and so, Zach, I, it, it can be frustrating, yeah. But I, I think as us who own a company, I, I think we have to understand that we don't know every situation. There I, are, I was just, I've worked in corporate for no, years. But, yeah, years. But, but okay. But, you know, have you worked in certain industries that don't have where – you can, there's a lot of government. There's a lot of like, you want a school system, for example, teachers uh, in a lot of school systems across the state and across this country do not have access to their emails for their school emails outside of school. So that's one example. There are governments, there are other agencies, there are other types of things. I'm not talking to any of those. Okay, well then, so when, so. But out of office emails, you can respond. You're saying that you you have no access to your email at any point. You cannot access. There are a lot of situations where employees of certain type of companies and certain industries and certain you cannot access your email that do not give in today's edge in today's yes you cannot access it yes teachers in county teachers can't access their work emails on their phone that is not there is there is there is that cannot be true i think that's false there is privacy and security things set in place for these type of reasons for for them because of what 
You're school. saying that they can't access. That's wrong because if something happens to a teacher and let's say a, a mother or a father emails the teacher to, they don't have access to it. That cannot be the case. It's not. It's, That's so, wrong. That so, can't be right. That goes county by county, Zach. And and I know for a fact that. But I want I mean, if you know for a fact, I'm asking a question then. Yes. You're saying that teachers cannot access their emails. There are situations where that happens. Yes. And there are situations when people. Um, like what if, what if a company, you know, if you're, if you work hourly and that is your job and you are out of the office on your vacation, why should you feel the need to respond to an email? And if you set an out of you office, responds. it's communication, but that's that, how you get things. Done. That's what Look, the out I'm of not, office I'm not that. emailing teachers or government agents. I'm emailing people that need that I need something from them or they need something from me. Yes, but and, again, and this like, is a basis of communication. But Zach, that's the out of office response is communication. Like, would you rather them not I would have rather that? them answer? <laughs> uh, I, I just think this is something where like, you can say you've worked in corporate for a while or whatever, but you haven't worked in every corporation and you haven't worked in every industry. Right. And so you don't know that like people, I want like, them to respond. And, and they respond with saying with I'm, I'm out for 15 days. <laughs> that's, that's what they respond with. I, like, I, that's yeah. what I've got. I just, over I the just last think, six months. I've gotten, think, but what my, my shade is I've gotten more of that. I've, we've, I've been emailing people for years, whether I've been in sales or doing whatever. And I just feel that there's more of that today than I've ever seen. That is my shade. I just disagree with your shade. That's fine. So, um, all right. Well, uh, you know, yeah. And thank you, Xavier. Uh, sometimes you can only check certain emails on certain Wi-Fi because of certain. I'm not emailing schools. Though. I've I'm not, specified who I'm talking okay. to. All right. I'm just. I'm just. Again, I think it's a. I'm not emailing teachers. I think I'm not it's, emailing government I think agencies. It's, I think it's painting a broad brush that is unfair to paint. Is what I'm saying. And so when they're out of office on vacation or for whatever reason that they're out of the office, they set that to communicate to whomever that they are out of the office. And so that you don't have to agree with it. I don't care. Austin. Right. I, that doesn't affect me much. Okay. It is a situation that I have been in over the last six months that I'm frustrated with. And I'm showing, throwing shade at the people that I get these tons of auto out of office emails. I get more of them than okay. I ever have been. All right. All right, so we'll we'll wrap it up on that. All right, A to Z Sports live on this Wednesday, big time Wednesday show with a lot of news with Tom Brady's retirement. There were two coaching hires um, in the NFL yesterday. Didn't have a chance to really talk much about those and the Titans switching to turf. Uh, so we'll talk more about what developments occur uh, after today. Uh, Buck Rising will be live tonight, A to Z Sports primetime from Mobile, Alabama, live at the Senior Bowl. So we'll see what Buck learns today from practice day number two at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, and we'll see you tomorrow on a Thursday morning. I wonder if Zach's uh, one-chip challenge will arrive via Amazon with all the ice. But stay safe with the ice. If you're watching right now, like the show before you go on Facebook, on YouTube. Just give us that thumbs up. We'd greatly appreciate that. And if you haven't yet already, subscribe to our YouTube channel, please, for more Titans conversations. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Appreciate it, as always. Adios.